Hello, Eloise. How are you this week? I'm good. And yourself? I am good. Good. I hope everyone's good, though I am feeling an agitation. So as I was tuning into the work we'll do today, that we'll figure out, is um, where this agitation is going. It's like the the work we're doing is is shifting well us of course and you know all the work we do with other people but hopefully it's shifting people out there because today um maybe I i won't say it fully but determination um discipline and dedication might be easier to understand or easier to um, come to Um, though a lot of people say I'm not disciplined or uh, unmotivated just want to make sure that we understand that um, discipline is is a practice that doesn't have to be rigid right so you can set up the discipline that you want to have if it's not working you can you know have some flexibility or let's say you know that day you go i've got a doctor's appointment you move things around um those are simple for us to understand but sometimes we get to the point where we're going to do this and it's just not the right time of day or where we're at is not is not the right place to actually uh, perform and when we don't perform when we don't find uh ways to uh be part of the creation of our dreams um mm that's when we kind of say all right um i like to quote jordan peterson here because i always say you know at least you could do something that makes it a little better and jordan peterson says at the minimum you don't make it worse and i thought oh my god that's such a that's a better way to to posit um what you're doing is the the first thing you can do is say to yourself am i making something worse and that segues into attitude Right. Mm. So if we've got determination or discipline set up and we're dedicated to the dream, the next thing would be your attitude. So uh, you you have a choice. One has a choice on how they're going to um, um, listen to the negative chatter in the mind. It's just it's just a habitual um, repetition, right? The mind, the mind is doing what it does. And Mm -hmm. we, we have a choice. There's, there's an I, a me or a, or a self is probably better because we often think of there's me and I as an aggregate of different types of um, history, performance, um, uh, experiences, uh, um, who I think I am, the ego, all of that stuff is just this massive aggregate that doesn't doesn't represent us. We can have a particular personality uh, that is reflected in the world, but um, the aggregate of this sort of, we call it the false self, though you could say the false self, um, but it's really the the ego, which we need, you know, we need to have the ego, but 
let's say metaphorically behind the ego is the self and that is the i am having an experience and then we'll say i am doing this but we also know we're not the doers we're being done so i can't be doing this necessarily but the experience the way we experience the world is yeah i am doing this i am performing this action i am terry ann is now speaking now at the moment but i am not necessarily terry ann i am not the aggregate of what one would think is me there's there's something that is um constant knows knows the truth knows how to act and then the aggregate is the part of that aggregate is the conditioning we're not going to look at you have you have certain um um aspects of your personality that you're born with right um but or what can we say yeah i guess i guess that would be the best way to put it and i'm just saying this really quickly just for a, a quick overview and understanding that there is this self that is enacting things then there's the false self that is the aggregate of everything but some of that stuff needs to go so for example um Uh, okay, so you have the dream, and you've you've put everything together. You're working at it day, day after day, but you're thinking, why isn't it working? So there's your first thought that has bad attitude. Hmm. It's it's assuming that what you are enacting is not doing anything. Well, one, you don't have a bigger picture of things, right? So we get, you know, when I'm when I do tarot sessions, uh, people often say, "Well, when is it going to happen? How is it going to happen? Should I do this or should I do that?" And that you 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 don't do that. You don't ask should questions in the tarot because you're constantly in a process of unlearning who you are, uh, or you're accumulating more knowledge of who you are, but that knowledge is actually um, illegitimate, let's say. Uh, you have an experience and then you use that experience and extrapolate it to other experiences. That may or may not be a positive result. So if I stick my finger on a hot stove, uh, I know in the future not to stick my finger on a hot stove, right? It's, hmm. it's, it's clear. Uh, but if you've had an experience where uh, for example, you went to your boss and you asked for a raise and he said, you know what, actually you're fired. And and then you you extrapolate from that and say, I won't go and ask my boss for a raise. You know, that, that situation has too many uh, parameters. So you could say that about the hot stove as well. If you put it on very light, you may be able to put your finger and take it off without getting burnt, right? Mm. So there are variables, but you know, basically don't touch the hot stove. But when it comes to your boss, there are too many variables. You can go to one boss who, um, when he looks at the global picture of his company and you come in for a raise, he might have been contemplating, look, you're just a dead wheel. I can't or I, I can't afford you because you're, you're very good at your job and you're doing really well, but I can't afford you. So we don't ask the questions that are necessary, right? Uh, um, you know, the minute you're fired, the first thing I, I might ask is, uh, what would you recommend as improvement? 
Hmm. So when I go out to get a next job, what are some of the things I can focus on? But we often just get angry and get, get all upset rather than saying, okay, at the minimum, I won't make this worse. So you're being fired. You have no idea why you're being fired. So now you ask the, you ask the questions. You might ask, uh, why are you being fired? Can you, but I, I would go more to the idea of, all right, so I'm being fired. Can you give me, uh, in, in the most honest way, please, the, the aspects I need to improve so I can get another position? And I also would like to move up in my position. So, like, you know, you'd have to put this together yourself. But this is where we become really fearful. And we, one of the things we can do is say, oh, that boss is, is stupid. Um, that boss is dumb. They don't know what they lost. This yeah. is just a, a ridiculous, um, you know, defense mechanism, right? We do it to defend the hurt and insecurity that's within. We can't forget that. But at the same time, you've got to be aware. So I was thinking of um, the Garden of Eden. So I do a little bit of work in tarot with the, with the Bible and, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you have, let's say you have a job. So here you are in the abundance of the garden of Eden and in the garden of Eden, we know there's a snake. So God created something that is paradise, but there was a snake, right? So you can't avoid those pitfalls in life. You can't avoid them, but we try to. So let's say when God comes to Adam and Eve and he says, you know, um, where are you, Adam? And Adam's hiding because he's realized he's he's naked. So before, he, in the tarot, we have the devil where we can't see things. Mm. They can be living behind this this veil, and that's some of the things I described: the ego, which can be involved in protecting us, the consciousness we have that is involved in protecting us as children, but we extrapolate those experiences once we become adult, adults. We believe, oh, I don't have a choice when this occurs. So now I've been fired, so uh, he must be stupid. So we don't look and see, okay, so what is really going on? You know, what is really happening here? Am I a bad employee, truly? Um, what, what are the viewpoints? Is the company actually suffering? Like you may or may not get all the answers you want. You know, somebody could have, uh, you know, the company not doing well, but he doesn't want to get that information out into the world. So you're you're still not sure, but at least you can get at the minimum a a place where you can look at it and go, okay, so being fired, what can I improve, right? Hmm. Um, and you know, he may or may he may give you simple things. He may give you a lot. Um, Whatever it is, you are now in the advantage for your life, for your dream, right? It's not just, uh, I get to know this information, I'm being criticized. You get to look at the information. It's like Cain and Abel, right? Abel gives his um, his uh, offering, his sacrifice to God, and God approves. And then Cain comes and gives his sacrifice. And God says, hey, man, you can do better than that. You know, you're, you're able to do better. You know, Cain takes it as a, as a, as a slight and becomes resentful and vengeful and eventually kills his brother out of his vengeance and resentment and jealousy and low self-esteem instead of going, Hey God, what is something I can do to improve? So, you know, we walk around after with the mark of Cain and we defend ourselves saying we don't have the mark. 
we didn't murder ourselves in the way you murder a part of yourself that is seeking to uh, come into the light and be able to make the appropriate sacrifices for what you want. So if you're asking your boss what you would, um, what is it that you can do to improve? Where are the, the um, where are my weaknesses? You can now improve on that. You've got, you've got now a, a gem in your hands, right? There, it's gold you've been given. You weren't able to see what you couldn't do and you're given gold. So you can either look at the golden gate. Wow, look at that. I've been given a gift. Or I can turn around and have the mark of Cain and murder the gift. I can just kill it and say, no, that, I'm not going to ask about that. I'm wonderful the way I am. That That is being in the Garden of Eden. I'm living in this Garden of Eden, completely ignorant. And the snake comes and I reject eating the apple, right? Mm. Um, so, but you've already made the descent, right? We're already here in this place, um, in this world that is not perfect, that we must see. And each time the snake comes and bites us or offers something to us, mm. we can either make it better or make it worse. And that's our choice. So your attitude is, is critical to transmuting uh, ignorance into wisdom. That's, that's sort of on a, on a deeper level. On an easier, on a, not easier, but on a level of practicum is when you're fulfilling your dream and Everything's set up, your three Ds are set up, determination, discipline, and dedication. The most important aspect is your attitude. So if you notice, right, because this is really your awakening, right? So every time you're um, listening to your mind, you're just gonna repeat what the mind says. When, you, when you're fulfilling your dream and you notice you have negative, thinking it's not working it's not doing well it's taking too long um, maybe I've got it wrong maybe this is stupid um, we're, we're we're just kind of putting a little curse on it right you're just kind of saying well no that's that's not working so um, it's critical to shift that perspective and on the easiest the most simplest way to begin this work is I notice my negative thinking. I can even go back through my day and say, hey, how many times did I have made? No, actually do it this way. You choose one day and that day you keep um, a little notebook with you or just a piece of paper and use a check mark or a symbol to um, write down, to mark your negative thoughts and Actually, it might be a good idea even to record them, like just record them. And every time you see a negative thought, wow, it's not working fast enough. You make it positive, right? So what would you say if you were, you heard yourself saying, this isn't working out? What would you, what would you come up with, Eloise? Well, I, for me, it's always like if I notice negative talk, I try and interrupt that pattern and ask, is that true? 
that's great. That's a great way to do it. Is that true? Mm-hmm. And then if it's not, so what is the attitude you would uh, shift it to? I don't want to put you on the spot. I just wanted no, no, it's to just, have you um, in the conversation because I'm talking so quickly. So I want to... I want, <laughs> I want people to hear like, your... For me, I, I notice, well, we all notice ourselves saying things and judging ourselves and judging other people. And it's like, is that true, really? And quite often I'm like, no, I'm like, just stop thinking. Because like we were talking about the other week, I think, like sometimes you're thinking something and it's almost like you stop the energy of it moving and progressing towards a goal you want or something. Because you, but you, don't, you, don't, change, you don't change it to something positive. You just look at it and see if it's true and then allow that that observation to shift and you find that's that's really helpful. Yeah, I do. Okay. So there's the there's one way to be true either. That's that's one way to do it, but I would I would shift it to a positive a positive um, view. Right. So let's say you know, say, oh wow. Um, I'm not generating enough income. And right away I would say, well, I don't know that. So it's really your question. Uh, is that true? Well, I don't know. I'm still alive. I'm still supporting things. I'm still doing things. So mm. obviously it's not true. So um, yes, I'm, I'm doing my work, but money's coming. I don't know where from, I don't know how, but it's coming right? It's building alongside what I'm building, right? So if I have a negative attitude about generating income, you're certain that you won't, right? So when I, um, when I think about not generating income, all of a sudden I don't have income. If I start thinking, wait a minute, I don't know where the income's coming from. Just, just, um, just know or not even know I just believe that the income is incoming right it's incoming Mm. it's just coming in somehow because here I am I don't need someone to help me with my accounting I don't need to um, do anything except my work and the money comes right so most people believe if I do this, then I'll get this. If I do that, then I get that. And that's not really the way it works. Abundance is everywhere. You never know where it's going to come in. Right? I was talking to someone the other day and we were doing work with, you know, whether she could quit her job or not. And, you know, I just thought, well, you know, you're, you know, can you survive on your on your pension? Maybe you check that out. And she went to check it out and she actually was, getting a higher pension than she initially had um, had determined through her taxes. Uh, fascinating. I was like, in one week from, I, you know, I don't know if I can survive without this job or to, wow, I just got a big chunk of money, more money. And yeah, you, she didn't know that was going to come. Her first reaction was, they must have made a mistake, right? And then she realized, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Okay, see, right. So it... it I, I didn't calculate it right. They calculated it right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you get all these these gifts along the way. I can't even... Um, we, we almost... The, the money that we're already getting, you know, we almost dismiss that, right? That we, uh, we turn around... There's and, no that, for it. Pardon? 
there's no gratitude for it we just exactly exactly you came to the same thing it's it's really sitting in gratitude to everything you have right so when i sit down at my computer and i see wow i have a computer and a double screen and a microphone and look at that i have a cell phone i have a really nice chair to sit at um i have a home there's there's food there's shelter there's there's clothing right and you you like what else do you need right um as they mm-hmm. say statistically uh, any more money than having your food and shelter does not give you any more happiness not one penny to hundreds of millions of dollars it doesn't give you more happiness so it's usually not about money right it's almost like money is a detractor so it's good to know that that money is not what changes things if you get more money it's not going to change your worries about money does that make sense yeah like i notice people get more and more money and it doesn't help they just, you could accumulate more things or put more things as though those things are going to make you happy, right? In the consumer society, there's a little bit of instant gratification from getting things. Hmm. It, it's, uh, I don't have this, I don't have that, I don't have this. So many people, they have electricity, furniture. You know, in, in my years of doing this from having zero money, uh, kind of living day to day, uh, I didn't. I didn't feel the the insecurity of um, not having money. I just thought, well, I am earning it, and it's going to grow as time goes by. That's all it can do. And I don't know how, and I don't know what the journey is going to be like. It's really exciting. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I'm on my way, right? So people ask me all the time, "How did you do it? How did you do it?" Well, it's it's really um, yes, complex, but simple, right? The complexity of, you know, the 3Ds and then your attitude and, and of course, all the understanding, which I'm bringing up very quickly um, during this, this podcast. Like we, you know, we could discuss some of those topics for hours. But what I want to simply get is that, and also what keeps coming up while I'm talking is, is our spleens, right? The spleen and the lymphatic mm-hmm. system are all about trash, getting trash out of the system. So when you're trash talking to yourself, you're, you're resending all the stuff through the system and the, the trash builds up. So it is a worthwhile um, exercise also to get lymphatic drainage or do it yourself. So, mm. you know, I, when I'm in the shower in the morning, I take a loofah mint, you know, with a rough surface and soap it up and start, you know, in circles from my feet all the way up my legs into the groin, mid belly. I mean, I do everything, but I draw it into these areas and then draw it to the spleen, then put one arm up in the air, draw the lymphatic, the lymph down to the spleen through the underarm. I do the same with the face through the neck, draw it to the underarm and into the spleen. And then I do a little bit over the heart and drain it to the spleen. So I'm clearing out the lymphatic system as I transmute my consciousness daily. This is a huge um, uh, way to heal the negativity, right? It's a, it's a good mode of, of or could exercise uh, both of them together. So looking, here's my negative thought. 
let's make it a positive thought. So I'm not saying just create positive thinking. That's a little bit weird. It's seeing the negative and turning it into positive. It's like a counteractive effect so that your attitude is positive about what you're doing. And you're able to also look at your life and look at the world around you and begin to see, as you said, what is true and what is false. So if you look at all the people who've had a dream and did the three Ds and then the attitude, A, D, 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 A, you see that they've made it. Nobody's any different except that you can have, you don't dedicate yourself, you don't discipline yourself, you're not determined and you have a bad attitude. Um, or it could be one of them. Well, you know, I'm determined, I'm dedicated, I have a great attitude, but there's no discipline, right? You can, mm, you can yep. sit around and see what, which one am I missing? Which one do I need to focus on and um, start working with that, right? So we've covered the three Ds. Attitude is really to turn around and say, what am I doing focusing on the negative? When is this going to work? I'm afraid it's not. You know, all of that stuff is negative attitude and runs through the lymphatic system, exacerbates your fears, connects to fears. You know, if you if you say to the universe that is abundant and wants to give you everything, or it doesn't have a desire, it's just all there for the taking, and suffering is there for the taking as well. It's going to arrive, but you can have the attitude that, you know, let's say, you know, one of the things that, that I think would be horrible is, is somebody I know to get sick, someone uh, dying, right? You know, wow. there's so many, so many people that you're, you're close to family that, that dies. It's not to sit around and say, oh, they died, but everything's okay. It's they died. And I know that I'm going to grieve and I'll go through this grieving process and, you know, come out the other end right with with this loss right this 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 scar um in a way on you I, you know when i think of losing my mom you know that would be a huge um bit of suffering in my life yeah but i i know that time uh, grieving this full process will um transmute and change things going to change me in a drastic way so uh, yeah so the positive attitude is is really just seeing that yes suffering is going to arrive so you could say suffering is i want my money and the whatever i'm doing to work now and really it's oh let me look at what i'm doing and see do i have a positive attitude um, and also when you need help, right? That's, that's not in all of this, but uh, sometimes we get stuck and we might need help. Uh, we might not be able to figure out something, but the universe is always offering you someone, especially now that we have the internet, you can get on there and figure out a ton of things. If you don't know how to you know, get high on a search engine, right? You list it yeah. higher up. Well, you learn how to do it. You can go take courses, but you can also learn it online. Mm. There, there's, there's so many ways to resolve the difficulties, and there will be difficulties. We can't know everything, that's for sure. 
Yeah. Right. But you know, we can have the attitude of, well, I can figure it out. All right. It's difficult, but I can figure it out. Difficulty mm. is not negative, right? It's not a negative thing. We know we're going to run into difficulty. The one thing we know as we age is how little we know. And every time I, you know, this is the really profound point in my life where I realized I, you know, again, how little I know. You know, I think I would have said um, maybe 10 years ago that, well, I know very little, but I do know something. Uh, now it's, it's really all unknown. I really don't know. And that, that's quite an eye opener. So even what I think I know is likely something I, I don't know about it, meaning it could be a lot deeper. We can work through it a lot more. So um, one of the things that, that we'd like to produce are some of the, the myths and stories from the Bible and just studying Cain and Abel and the Tower of Babel and Noah just in the Garden of Eden. So, so few of the pages of the Bible and how much is in there. And I keep going through it and through it to see how it relates to the tarot and the tarot archetypes relating to the Bible and the stories and then to our lives. Right. So where are we like Cain and Abel? How do we construct uh, a Tower of Babel? We do it all the time. We construct these belief systems that um, are so rigid and we think we know something. And all of a sudden that is shattered. It can let, some people get to live a really long time without that being shattered. But at some point, suffering is going to come. And we, we look back and go, wow, I really didn't I didn't know anything. And it, it usually happens um, once suffering comes on and suffering does arrive. So um, not to get too uh, <laughs> dramatic, but it's important to know that as we're creating the dream, there will be difficulty, but we don't need to go into a negative attitude about it. We can choose to say, I've got a positive attitude now. I'm going to work through this, this difficulty. No matter how difficult it is, I'm going to work through it bit by bit, right? So, you yeah. know, I've, I've started a few businesses in my life. Um, I know there are a lot of people who started like, I don't know, 50 businesses, right? Um, you know, I've only started a few, but they, they all worked out. And, you know, there was a point in my life I thought, Oh, maybe my luck's going to run out. And, you know, as I explored the world a lot more, I went, oh, my God, this isn't luck. This isn't luck at all. It is, it is really understanding that the 3Ds and an, an attitude uh, were always present for me. Right? They, were, they were always there. I think it's the same for you, yeah? Yeah. That you always sort of had this. I find people who start businesses um, and they actually begin to work out, right? They actually get clients, et cetera. Uh, they know that all you, that this is all you need to do. Uh, they may not be able to put it in words, but I'm certain when they hear it to go, yeah, absolutely. That's what we need to do. Uh, yeah. Have determination, discipline, dedication, and a good attitude towards it. So I see people who have this, inflated attitudes let's say towards a business oh you know i've got this business started i'm doing this and i'm doing that and i and it doesn't pan out i've seen it over and over again 
so the, the you don't hear about well this is the the business that i'm starting and the this is the point that i'm in instead of this massive viewpoint of um inflated viewpoint am i making sense is that is that clear to you yeah yeah no it's yeah clear. yeah just, uh, i feel like i'm not explaining it properly what the inflation <laughs> is right because you because yeah. it's, it's a fine line between having a good attitude and being hyperbolic and unrealistic about something right it's well, really yeah, getting you're just gonna set yourself up for failure Yes, it's like I'm putting this out as an expectation rather than there's the dream. Now I live with all of the good things and the bad things and the difficulties. I overcome them and my attitude is is good. Not like the first snag that comes up. You're like, well, that didn't work. And, you know, that is really so interesting in the tarot is that the numbers are from one to ten. And usually what what i've noticed is people want only one to four and they don't think five six seven eight nine and ten are going to arrive it's really the the lack of understanding that there are cycles just as there are cycles to business there are cycles to childhood there are cycles to adulthood there are cycles to old age there are cycles in the year there are cycles in the month there are cycles in the day right all of these things are occurring and we seem to go now, what I want should unfold this way. Here are the steps I'm taking. One, two, three, four. Uh, one is, here's my idea. Two is, let me see what I can figure out in this idea and what I want to build on. Three, I start building it. And four, it comes to fruition. Mm. Well, no, that's not what happens. There are difficulties, which is step five, right? Number five, we run into difficulties. Now, five is also... Um, choices right so your your attitude could be I'm in five and now there are a ton of obstacles in my way that's that's often what people do instead of no here are the possibilities that are arriving and I am really learning to think and overcome these obstacles so here's the garden of Eden you go one to four appears to be I've got everything set up why aren't my clients arriving? Mm. Well, there's five's got to come in. There are a lot of choices. Maybe you need to advertise. Maybe you need to market. Maybe you need to go talk to people, whatever whatever strategy you're going to use. Uh, announce the opening of your business. Put on a sale. Offer something. Whatever strategy. You know, I don't, I don't find a reduction of, of prices, but, you know, two for one, family rates, et cetera if you're doing a, a clinic or whatever, um, it, hmm. figuring out what you need to do to, to start working in that, that arena, whatever one is lacking. Like, let's say you develop a product and all of a sudden, oh yeah, I'm selling, I'm selling. And five comes where all the product is sent back to you because it's faulty. Well, now you have to figure out, you can either sit there and start crying or you figure out, hey, how do we improve this product so it doesn't break? right? What's going on? And you, you figure it out or you find people who can figure it out. And then your wisdom comes in, which is six. So I'm not going to go on in the numbers at the moment, but that's really important where we're transmuting the, 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 these options that most often turn out for people as obstacles, or they can be both. It's like, oh my God, 
you know, I can, I can get a new apartment, but it costs more. Right? So wait a minute, you can get a new apartment because you need a new place because this one's falling apart. And you're saying it's expensive. Have you looked at all the options of a part? Oh, no, 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 I haven't. This one just was referred to me by a friend and it's too expensive. So I'm not going to get a new apartment, but I can't stand it here. And because I can't stand it, I can't work and I can't uh, make my business flow. My body is suffering because there's mold. And right. So these, the, that only one option comes. And so I'm saying, wait a minute, there are many other apartments out there. And oftentimes I've seen people go out and find a better apartment that's even cheaper or maybe $10 more or something like that. So it's interesting that we go right into, I better just tolerate this rather than seeing that there are options. So when, when I'm doing a tarot reading, I said, well, you know, here's some openings here. Why don't you try them out? You can often say that the tarot reader is the one who's gonna give more perspectives, not what you should do, right? And there's, if, if a tarot reader could tell you what you should do to be able to control your future and control outcome, I doubt they would be a tarot reader. They would predict their own outcomes and go do whatever they want, right? Um, yeah. It's interesting because um, being a tarot reader is wonderful, but there is also difficulty, huge difficulty. So um, I know someone who uh, went out and decided, hey, I know everything about tarot, everything. And uh, I decided that's what I'm gonna do. And this person got a job, get being a tarot reader, and they lasted one week. Why did they last one week? Well, people were crying. They had problems. Uh, they asked should questions, et cetera, et cetera, which is very difficult. You're, you're, as a reader, you're constantly walking this fine line between um, what you're saying being a prediction, which is still mutable. Right, the mm. prediction can be mutable. It can it can change, depending on where you're at. Right, so you're you're predicting basically on all of the variables the individual has come with, and that prediction is maybe the most likely, but it could be sixty percent. And if this individual begins to uh, shift their attitude, or uh, maybe they needed some discipline, maybe they needed determination, maybe they needed to formulate the dream a lot better. Right. If, if somebody just says, I want to be a, um, a tarot reader, well, that's not enough. Right. It, when you're reading tarot, it's not just reading the archetypes and knowing uh, what you know about the archetypes. Uh, it is really understanding human nature and understanding people are going to have difficulty with all of this. Not a, not a necessarily a joyful event for a lot of people. They're coming because they're under some form of stress, they need guidance, or they want to know that life is magical and it's all going to turn out, right? And sometimes, of course, life turns out, and of yeah. course, life can go downward. But when life is not working, that's when we need our wits about us the most to make sure we don't make it worse. And you may have a difficult time, it may be really rough, but your attitude is, well, I'm working every day to make this even one iota, not worse. I am not going to add to how, how terrible this is. So every day you're transmuting 
your ignorance into wisdom and opening up to possibilities, right? So yeah. I think of all this seven years of um, problems with my legs and all of the possibility. I didn't sit back and go, oh my God, this is so terrible and blah, blah, blah. So, well, you know, if it gets to a point where I need to be in a wheelchair, well, you know, that's what we're going to do next. And I just kept following the options, right? I just kept working with the options. Yep. And so you can do sometimes just be in the moment with what's on your plate. In this moment with these options, what am I going to do next? What am I going to choose? Really not making it worse. I think that's so important because when you start saying that to yourself, I'm not going to make it worse. Right. I know it's, it's, it's uh, kind of a, a double negative in a way and the mind doesn't necessarily hear things but like knots or no but yeah you know it's really exactly. thinking about wait a minute am i making this worse mm. you know is, is if i start to cr- let's say i sat around and started crying about oh my god i don't i didn't ever do this ever it's it's fascinating how many people will say i can't stand the way i am and i'm crying about what I am and what's going on with me. And they aren't their bodies. I'm not my body. Um, yeah. I, I'm living in this body that I need to take care of. And yes, things can go wrong in it. Um, things, you know, things I've done in my life. I've always been really rough on my body. I did things that, you know, lifted things and not, not always really good at it, you know. Yeah. Um, and you know, you come to a point where you say, okay, those things are things you you shouldn't be doing because it makes it worse. And yeah, I wouldn't sit around and say, well, you know, oh my God, I'm stuck like this. I'm going to be like this forever. Or it was really, let me work with what is right now because I have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. It may get worse or it may get better. Um, but what are things I can do? And the options always arrived. They always arrived when I needed it. And it, it allows for more and more healing. I don't sit around mm. crying like I can't take a walk around the block. Um, I did extra work on Sunday, like cutting a pattern and cleaning a car. Wow, you know, intense pain <laughs> afterwards. And um, yesterday when I did work out, and I said, okay, the body needs break. There's going to be inflammation in the, um, in the spine. So we want that inflammation to go down so you can rest mm. as much as possible. Um, I try to stretch my legs out. You know, it's very, very painful uh, to do that now because the body went under a lot of stress by doing this. But I want to try these things out, trial and error. Right? Mm. I need to try them out and see what the results are. But now I know, okay. You're going to rest this day. So today I woke up and I'm like, wow, it still hurts. So 24 hours is not enough recovery time. So now we're in going in the 48 hour cycle. And I'm saying, wow, the body is actually now improving. You know, so I'm going to get back to the level I was at. Let's see, maybe by the end of the day, I'll be able to do a little workout. Maybe as I'm moving around, I could do something. So it's, it's always the possibilities, Right. So, so my attitude is, okay, what is next? What am I working with? I'm sure you do the same. Yes, Eloise? Like, yeah, definitely. Do, do you want to use your words to describe it? Or would you be, I'd really appreciate hearing your, your version of this. 
to describe what which bit well to describe when you go through a difficulty you know how does it work for you when you when you're looking at the possibilities do you sit back and go oh my god uh let's say i don't have a boyfriend oh my god i didn't make enough money wham, wham, wham. <laughs> yeah whining Is um, that i don't you... tend to whine no i mean like at the moment i felt my foot and my foot's been variations of things have happened to it over the last month and it's like, well, my foot hurts at the moment, so that's what we're dealing with. It's not, you know, I'm looking at options to heal it, and I'm resting, and I'm trying not to make it any worse, and, you know, still enjoying my life. But just be practical about it. But I also know that it's not going to be forever. And I think that's a massive thing. Like, so many people, and I've been talking a lot about this recently with some other stuff I've been doing, so many people get stuck in a pattern of how things are today means that's going to how it's going to be tomorrow and then forever. So like your bank account, it's like if my bank account's been the same for months, then therefore that's all I can I can kind of create for the next you know next few years or months or days or whatever. And it's this the mind just seems to persist with things are going to be the same. So if someone gets diagnosed with pain or a problem or a disease, they think that's it for life, and it's not. It's not that way at all. So I'm always looking at it from a possibility perspective. So I don't tend to get um, kind of bogged down with something. I'm like, well, okay, this is what I'm dealing with today. And tomorrow could be something completely different. Great. So it is really similar, right? Mm. We're, we're doing the same kind of thing. And I think that most people who are succeeding and, in the, and this kind of, well, maybe we'll just do this for the next one, but we could segue now into enthusiasm versus motivation. Oh, yeah. That'd be yeah, good. so we'll leave this here and see if anyone has any questions on um, maybe something that, that I said or you said um, or on how, not how to do this, but if there's an obstacle they've come to that maybe we can elaborate on. Yeah. Cool. So thank you, Eloise. Have a great day. Um, Bye, sweetie. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye.